Hello everyone, Terrence here. I wanted to jump in and tell you about a really amazing campaign running the entire month of May. Hashtag live better. We're challenging you to share all the ways that Walmart is helping you live better. This campaign is called 5,000 Ways and will feature associates, customers, and community stories each day. How do you join? Make a social media post telling us how Walmart helps you personally live better and make sure to use the hashtag, hashtag live better. For an added bonus, include associates from your local store. We can't wait to see your posts for hashtag live better. Welcome to another episode of SparkCast, where we interview associates in the field, as well as just other individuals around the idea of social media. Today is a fun episode because we're not just talking to an associate in a specific store, but an associate that has a bunch of stores, and she's going to share some of her insights with us about what's going on in her world and how social media is changing the business. So Ariel, how are you? I'm wonderful, Serge. How are you? I'm doing well. Very excited to have you on the show. Why don't you give us a little breakdown of your Walmart story, where you've come from, what you've been up to? Right. So Serge, I started with a company in November, 2010. I came out of this little store in Shelbyville, Illinois, store 4259, right? A little tiny baby store. That's the store that started to grow me in this career is I worked as a temporary cashier and they hired me right before the Black Friday sales. And so <laughs> I learned quickly what Walmart was all about. Right? From that point, I became a CSM and then a department manager. And then I took a leap um, about six years into my career and I became an assistant manager at the Mattoon Illinois store 481. That was my first salary position and it was a wonderful one. I learned a lot in that position. From there, I was recruited to the academy to work in the academy as an academy facilitator and that's Academy 5403 in Urbana, Illinois. And that was life-changing, right? So for anybody that's worked at the Academy, they know that we literally, they literally change lives every day. So super exciting. And then Serge, back in September of last year, I was promoted to the market digital operations lead in market 246. Um, and so that's where, that's the position that I hold now. And that's where I, what I'm doing at this time. So a lot of different roles there. I mean, if you're listening to as far as a in your associate, you heard a lot of different things. You've been moving quite along right here. But you said some funny things I think would be funny for people outside of Walmart. Also, when you say baby store, your first one, <laughs> what, what do what does that mean? Yeah, so Shelbyville is it's a smaller town. And so the store had only been opened. I think it had been open about seven or eight years when I started in that store. And it is basically the smallest type of super center that you can be in. So it's got groceries, it's got general merchandise, it has all of that, but it is a small scale store. Mm. A lot, just a smaller size store, I guess is the best description. 
No, that's good. Often when people, I hear people say that we're talking about like a D1 store, right? So, which means that we don't have groceries in it and it's just general merchandise, but that's a, that's a interesting. So on a, just having a smaller scale in general um, of everything we do, because a lot of times people think that every Walmart's the same and, and there's a lot of different formats out there. So that's fun. So you be going through all the different roles that you win, you even in the academy, what is something I'm kind of, kind of put you on the spot. I'm just, what's, what was a high for you in those transitions? Okay. We'll come back to being an adult today, a digital operation lead, but what was a high just that just off the cuff that you go, that was fun times. So working in the Academy has been the best opportunity I've been given in my career. And the reason for that is I think the Academy sometimes are underplayed for the influence right? But the, also the difference that they make in associates' lives and not just their work lives, right? But also their home lives. Because when associates go to the academy and they get this teaching and training, it's not just, hey, I want you to go do this in the store. It's, I want you to have this perfect life. I want to give you tools. I want to give you resources. I want to make your job easier, which in turn is going to make your overall life that much better. Right? Because if we're happy at work and yep. we can do our jobs well, then in turn, we're happier at home and we have a better home life as well. And just being able to impact hundreds of thousands of associates' lives in the year and four months that I spent in the academy, nobody can take that from me. That was a one, I mean, it gives me goosebumps, Serge, just talking about it because I really did change people's lives and I, it changed my life for what I could do for associates too. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And what a great, you know, just response call out to the Academy and what it is. If you're outside the company, we established 200 stores um, a couple years ago and made them training facilities, essentially training centers where all the areas, Walmart stores and associates in the area will come to those specific training sites and get training on specific pieces of the business, specifically supervisory management type things. And so I was in the academy as well. And I would agree completely. Like, I didn't know that there would be as much um, that I would get to, to really have one-on-one -on -one relationships with so many people. And it, and it was really quickly, especially for Northeast Oklahoma and Tulsa area that how I just know a lot of people in the area now because of that. And it was a really great opportunity. You're exactly right. Yeah. I will tell uh, you when people would, would, it would be their last day in my class and they would cry when mm. they left, right? They would give me a hug. They would cry. They were sad that they were leaving me, that they were leaving my class that I had. And I only spent five days with those associates wow. and it's really impactful, right? Because it impacts me, but it impacted them enough that it triggers an emotional response where it does, you build relationships with these people and you never lose that. I can go in, I covered... Um, I think it was 27 stores that I covered for teaching and training throughout the company, 27 stores. And that's a lot of associates that I would get to interact with. And so I could go into at least 27 stores and at least know a handful of associates in all those stores. That's Absolutely. awesome. Right? Absolutely. That's awesome. That's so great. And, and really not what we're here to talk about, but right. I love the fact <laughs> we're talking about Walmart. We're talking about our culture. So I think it's very relevant because that's what we're going to continue. You talked about associates crying your last day. For some reason, they always cried on my first day. Like they're like, oh, we have surge. And then, no, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So um, with that being said, let's transition to social media. How has 
social media impacted kind of your world in general, like you personally, and then we'll talk a little bit more about how it impacted you as a, as a job. Right. So Serge, I will tell you, the Academy is relevant to where I am in social media. And the reason why I say that is because that was really the first kind of taste I got into dabbling, if you will, into social media was when I worked at the Academy. Um, and so really for social media, for me, I think the most impactful it's been in my life is that it's almost made me a celebrity, right? And I don't mean that as, you know, a celebrity as an actress or anything like that, but people know who I am. They know my face. They don't always even know my name, but they can come into a store, right? And they can go, hey, I saw you on the Facebook page at that store, mm -hmm. right? And it, it gives you that sense of, excitement, I guess, if you will, that like these customers, right? And even sometimes associates, they recognize you. They know who you are solely because your face was put on, on a Facebook page of a store. And it's really exciting because it's kind of, it almost makes you a celebrity. Sure. I mean, it might be a little bit of a smaller scale versus some of the people out there in the world that we see with these millions and millions of followers. But it's the idea that what I love about it is that it immediately shows you how much of a difference you can make. Like you can really impact people's lives in a positive way. If you choose to use your platform in that way, if you choose to go at it in that way and say, I want to help people save money, live better, have a better life. Um, then we have that opportunity to do so with social. And so you're exactly right in a great call out there. So how have you seen it play out in your role. So to catch everybody up, um, you're a digital operation lead, which means that you run everything digital for a specific yeah. market. Um, so a market being a, you know, two to a dozen stores. Um, and so how, um, how have you seen social impact all of those stores around you? So not just for you, but just all the different phases of the business. Right. So I have 11 stores that I support for digital and I think the biggest impact in this position, the position that I hold, is that I am able to, I have 11 social champs, and those are the people that actually make the posts on the social platforms that we use. And I have been able to impact their lives in seeing the importance of what our social media can do, not just for our customers, but for our associates right, that it is this beautiful world, this beautiful platform that we have the ability to use to make great shout outs to keep our customers informed, right, so that they know what's going on in our stores and our community, but also with our associates, I have had to help my social champs understand that sometimes with social media platforms, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable, I've had to help them and let them see that it is okay to step outside of a box, right? Not only to touch those customers and have that interaction with them, but to be able to showcase our associates for all the hard work that they're doing, but also for the exciting things that we're doing in the store. Hey, I think we, I think you're exactly right. And the idea of really stretching individuals to say, are, can you be comfortable with what a lot of people are uncomfortable with is a massive lesson because, you know, most of us signed up when we started with Walmart, we signed up to stock shelves to serve customers and to do some of those tasks. And we did not sign up to be on a, be a poster child, to be a social celebrity <laughs> in the, in the community. And so as we start talking about social media, 
Um, you know, it's not for everyone. I think that's the first, it's okay to not do it. But I think that every store doesn't have that luxury. Every store really has to embrace social because of where we are in 2021 and where we're headed. It's going to be such a huge role for the company. It's going to be such a huge role for you to connect with your community, your customers, um, to, to talk about products. I mean, so many things. So finding those individuals who are at least willing to say, you know, I am uncomfortable, but I'm going to try to get comfortable being on the camera. I'm going to be comfortable talking about products. It's massive. You're exactly right. And and it's impacting our business in a crazy, crazy way. So with all that being said, what, when you have so many different stores under your umbrella, under your belt, and you're looking after, you know, like you said, 11 different stores, tons of posts, do any specific poster campaigns come to mind as like your favorite, like ones that really you thought were so creative or fun? So I will tell you, there was a post that came out of store 5403, Urbana, Illinois, that showcased um, different associates. And what those associates were doing is it would go to each associate and they would speak in their first language, right? So we have a lot of different um, backgrounds in that store. So some Hispanic, some French, um, and so just different, different backgrounds. And what they would do is they went to each associate and the associate would say, you know, say their name, who they were, um, and just basically telling people, you know, come on out here to the Urbana Walmart. It was just such a beautiful post with diversity and inclusion and just speaking to, you know, possible associates that would come and work at that store, but also to the community that they are one community. Right? That it, everybody is welcome. We want everybody to come into the store. And I think for me, Serge, it was just so impactful because that is what Walmart is, hmm. right? We pride ourselves on diversity and inclusion. And for that store to be able to take that moment and take those associates to get that background of who they are, it was just beautiful. It was beautifully done, right? And it showcased that store and what they stand for and Walmart overall. Yeah, that's that is actually is really cool, and we're gonna have to um, post that one again because I, I don't know how I missed that one, but I'm gonna have to go back and find it. Um, that's sure. super. That's super great, and exactly what what this whole thing's about, and what we can do on the Walmart side to show off um, because we are different, and we're different in a way because of our people, and our people have a lot of different backgrounds, yet we're all focused on one vision. So that's pretty exciting. So. What about changing the same same question, but a little bit of different twist? Do you have a post that surprised you and maybe good or bad? Like I mean, you had one that you were like, this won't do well at all. And then it performed really well or the other. You're like, this is an amazing post. And it just died. So you got, you got uh, any other example on that? So I do. I have a few. Um, I will tell you one of the posts that surprised me more than anything, and it's most people aren't going to know what it was, but a store posted um, the entire management team read a Christmas storybook, right? They read a, a book, right? And they, they edited it where each member of management read a portion of the book and they posted it on their Facebook page. It got over a thousand views, right? Which no, it's not 25,000. It's not a million, but for that one store to get a thousand people that watched a video of this management team solely reading a Christmas story, like what? It was, it was awesome. I absolutely sure. loved it. It was super exciting. Um, 
And then on the flip side, I've also seen where there's been some posts that I thought would do wonderful. Like there's an example is there was this Yoda doll, right? Because we all know Yoda, baby Yoda was a huge thing there for a hot minute. And a store posted that with some eggs um, for the Thanksgiving dinner, just trying to, you know, cross merchandise, but also bring a focus point in. And that was, of course, the baby Yoda. And it really didn't get a whole lot of hype. (laughs) <laughs> and that surprised me because everybody loves baby Yoda uh, and it just, it really didn't. And so that's where I went back with the stores to help them. Like, what could we have done differently? We didn't have an associate in the post. Maybe that would have yeah. made a difference. We would have done something. Maybe we could have made it a video. Maybe that would have got more excitement around that post. That's, um, that's exciting to, to hear you not only take the, take it on the chin, right. A loss, but to turn around and say, what could we have done better? And you're exactly right. We push so heavy on people in posts because two things, one, I already said it, our people make the difference. And so that's part of who we are. It's part of our brand. So we need to represent it Two, um, it humanizes it. It, it immediately yeah. connects it that this isn't some, you know, multi-million dollar advertising company. This is your local Walmart. Their local associates want to tell you about good deals and they had an idea and they went for it. And so I just, I love that. So I agree. And to your point, a thousand views, like it's funny that our society will even there, there are that there are even people out there that scoff at a thousand views. And it's like, could you imagine when, when you or I, I'm older than you, I know, but when I was in high school, I would have been blown away if a thousand, if I knew a thousand people heard me say something or whatever. And I went to a pretty big high school. I'm just saying like, that's huge. And so in our context today, it's absolutely what we're about. We're about the, their community was the key piece, seeing that video and hearing their message. We don't care if, if they're in Illinois or Indiana, that somebody in California has heard, seen their posts. We don't care. We, we care about their local community, knowing who they are and making that connection. So you nailed it on the head. And I really, really appreciate that a lot. What are, what are, um, what's like some lessons, like just outward, what are some life lessons you've learned because of social, like things that just stand out to you? Like you've been talking about principles of how to post, just what are some lessons you've learned because of social? Serge, I will tell you, I've learned perception is everything, right? So when you think about that, you know, you even said it earlier is sometimes you make this post and you think it's going to be awesome. And then it's not right. You don't, you don't get a lot of people that see it. And then there's sometimes where you're like, oh, this, I'm just going to post this because I, you know, I want to post something, but I don't really know what to do. And it gets reaction out of customers, out of other associates from other stores. And even when I think about it overall is it's not always necessarily what I think, but it's the perception that other people get from what we post on our platforms, right? Is it speaking to those individuals that we want to see the message? Is it the right message? I will tell you, even for me, there almost 90% of the time, if I'm posting something, I have somebody proofread it because I want their perception on the message I created. Mm. And I think that that's, that's a huge lesson that I've learned. And I know we've spoke about that, you know, recently as well, but perception is everything. Sure. What people are going to see and and what, what took a second of your time or, you know, maybe minutes, but what took a second to post it might last for eternity online 
in not the most flattering way. You know, there's been a lot of conversation lately about what we do before we make a post and making sure that our backgrounds look right uh, and different things. And so some people have been calling out saying, that's not what my Walmart store looks like. And it's like, well, that's what every Walmart, every Walmart has the same standards. We have what we call a one best way that we want our our side counters to look like our end caps to look like there is a desire in every Walmart at some point in the day, I promise looks that way. I think people don't realize how often they're shopped. I mean, I, I share this example before that my older sister commented when I started working for Walmart and she was like, every time I go, man, like the Cheerios in cap is destroyed. It looks yeah. terrible. And I was like, but you don't realize that Cheerios in cap was probably restocked three times today like since you were in the store it sold completely down and they had to fill it all back up again that's how many customers thousands every single day and so yes side counters might not look pristine and every time but when we make our social posts we want to make sure that we're portraying what our goals and our standards are so we're not trying to say something we're not perceive something we're not but like what you said perception's everything so we want them to know what the standard is so anytime we make a post we should be thinking about the background we should be thinking about how we're conveying what we're conveying because that is our standard that is our brand um, and it needs to be represented so what advice you know would you give a new social champ or if you had a brand new associate in your store saying i want to help you with social what advice would you give them so i kind of touched on it just a little bit at the beginning of this is get comfortable being uncomfortable right that is huge i will tell you the first time little backstory the first social post of me was back in 2016 My co-manager at the time came up to me. I was a grocery department manager. And he said, I would like to take a picture of you with your grocery cart rail. And I said, not a chance. Okay. (laughs) That's what I told him. There's no way you're going to take a picture of me. No way you're going to put it on social media. There's no way. That's so embarrassing. Right. And he did it anyways. He asked me, I finally gave in. (laughs) We did it. It's on still to this day. If I go onto that page, I can still find it. It's there. And so I think now, right, four or five years later is I'm a completely different person than I was five years ago when it comes to being comfortable, being uncomfortable, right? And I know that it's okay to step outside of that comfort zone for the greater good, right? To show my associates that it is okay to be a little nervous, but it's what you do with that. It's how you move forward. It's how you push yourself to get out of that comfort zone and to be more and to do more, right? I started as a temporary cashier, Serge. Like I never thought in a million years that I would be in the position that I am now. And it's because I got out of a comfort zone, right? It's the same way with social media, right? First time it's taking that video and it may take you 17 edits before you actually like the video, right? It may take you redoing the video 17 times before you like it but it's putting forth that effort to get, to take something that you wanna do and make it into this beautiful, beautiful thing that other people are going to enjoy. Oh, you did is, that. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff for sure. And I hope that you guys are catching being comfortable, you know, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, but also you, you hit on a nugget there that I think is also true. And that is that you had a vision and a, a plan, even though at the beginning, you didn't have the vision to be in the picture and they brought you into it. As you continue to move forward, you clearly have 
direction, passion, excitement about what you want to do moving forward. And I don't, let's not, let's not discredit that by just simply you were comfortable being uncomfortable, great principle, but also the fact that here you are temporary cashier today, looking after 11 stores and their hundreds of associates in every store. Congratulations to you and excited to see where the rest of your Walmart story takes you and just being a part of it. So thanks for being on the show today. Any last minute thoughts or comments or anything that you just want to say to a world of listeners? No, I honestly, thank you, Serge, for this opportunity to be able to be heard, right? Once again, that Walmart celebrity almost of being part of the SparkCast. Um, and I hope that my story does serenade with somebody that no matter where you're at in the company, right? No matter where you want to go, that the opportunities are absolutely endless, right? We have done so many things as a company to continue to build and grow for our associates and allowing our associates to build and grow within the walls of Walmart, but just the total corporation, right? Social media, this is, it's now, right? Mm -hmm. We are here, we are doing it. And it's exciting to see what people are doing out in the stores to get to this level that we are today at Walmart. So just, yeah, huge thank you. I appreciate being able to be on here. Well, I thank you for making the time. I know that you are in one of our stores right now and um, making the time today to, to squeeze this interview and conversation in because I do, I think you're exactly right. It's going to help a lot of people and really understanding the fact that there are still opportunities like our parents talked about at Walmart, like that you can jump into a role and the next thing you know, you have a career and not just a career, but a successful one that brings you purpose, excitement, energy. And so you are a testament to that. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone on that. Listen today to SparkCast. If this gave you any value, this put value in your world, you need to share this message. You need to share it with another associate. You need to share it with some friends or family. Make sure that you tell other people about this particular episode here on SparkCast. And if it did gain some traction in your world, know that there are lots of other episodes that you can listen to and make sure you check in with us every single week. Pretty exciting right here on SparkCast. So for me and everyone else, thank you guys so much and be the spark the world needs today. Make the decision to get comfortable being uncomfortable. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to SparkCast. Join us on Workplace to learn more about this episode. Join the Social Champs program and how-to guides on improving your social posts. Until next time, be the spark the world needs.